When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm your boy, Drew. This is Option Forward. Um, I'm always joined by my co-host this second half of the show, GQ Nesso. How you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Ready to get this thing going. All right, back in L.A.? Back in L.A., you feeling, you know? You feeling Hollywood yeah, right now? A little bit, you know? A little bit. <laughs> you know, walking a little too confident in these chest, lobbies and stuff, yeah. Chest puffed out right now? Uh, you know, you, you gotta. You gotta do it. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, as a guest today, we got a very, very special person in the building. Uh, we got my man's KP, right? And what he is going to do, right, before I let him take the mic, he's going to give us that insight, the background, the behind the scenes of the entertainment industry and his transition from all the way in Michigan, all the way out here to Los Angeles. But everybody, welcome to the show. Mr. KP, how you doing today? What's going on, fellas? How you y'all good? doing? You good? I'm good. I can't oh. complain. You know, traffic was a thing getting here, but you know. You know how that goes. But the good thing is, is that you're here. I made it. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know you're from Michigan. I did a little bit of research. I am. Uh, where did you go to school? Um, what did you what you major in? How so, did we get here today? So I went to Western Michigan University in a small city in, in Michigan called Kalamazoo. Ever okay. heard of Kalamazoo, Michigan? I definitely have. Oh, I am shocked. Well, you know, I Kalamazoo have. is, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a college town. Okay. It's all right. Went to Western Michigan for, uh, you know, communication, filming, and media with a minor in business management. Um, what's funny is I I, <laughs> I originally went into school because I was like, I want to get into politics. That's okay. why I, 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 I knew I always wanted to do film. Low, like, low, ah. low Barack? Low, low Barack? Low bit. <laughs> True story. I, uh, I want, that was my dream originally. Okay. Was to be the first black president. Okay. Okay. okay? Parents, they took me to Washington D.C. One, uh, we used to do summer trips each year. So when I was when one year when I was younger, they took me to uh, Washington D.C. You know, it had little signs made out for me. Hey, I'm gonna be the first black president. I was on it. Yeah. Okay. Eleventh, I never forget it. This one got crushed. Eleventh grade uh, computer teacher. I don't know why the fuck I listened to a computer teacher. It told me, he said, "You got to be one dumb nigga." If you think you're gonna be the first, exactly what he said. I cannot remember with his name R, with the R A on it. But end. he was he was like an old he was an old uh, black. I cannot for the life of me at CMA, my old, old computer teacher. I cannot remember his name, but he like shut that shit down. I was like, damn, maybe he right. And then at that time when he did that, um, my uh, like what is it? What is it called? Your video production teacher over in high school was like, man, you know, I need you to come into class and start doing this stuff. So I really took more of a shining to that. So I didn't dwell on it too much, but I still had it in my mind. So I started with political science in college first. And I was like, uh-uh. That, that, that shit wasn't going Was it the girls, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I got to get out of class, do the production. <sighs> I mean, but no, wait a minute. Let's back up. Before he answered that, you think you'll get more girls as the president or yeah. as in media? Media, you know, I feel like in media, there were probably more. Because it would in the class I took to in college, it was... Like it was like African-American studies and something else, something else for, for politics. And it was no baddies in that thing. <laughs> okay. Not to mention the class was hard as hell. And I'm like, yeah, this this not what no I... No inspiration. There was no inspiration. I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. Uh, and, and so I, I went into film completely. That was, that was always the plan. And I joined a fraternity. Excuse me. And uh, we would do YouTube. We were like one of the first people really doing YouTube making different comedy skits and different things against the other fraternities. When we would have different parties, we were shooting like promo videos instead, not just the flyers passing around. I'm like, nah, we got, yeah, we got commercials. Come to the freakum dress party. We go and we put together a whole little funny comedic commercial type joint. So that's when all of that, you know, was, was pieced together. Um, and then after that, 
after college, I knew it was time to continue this journey. And LA is the only place to really make it happen. Okay, so how was that conversation and how was that transition? Let's start with the transition first. Mm-hmm. Michigan, you in LA now. What's the difference? What's the similarities? There are no similarities from Michigan and LA. Like none. And I love Detroit. I love people probably don't believe me when I say it because I never want to go home or I talk a lot of shit about Detroit. But it's when you come to LA, you see the difference. Bro, like, like have y'all been in snow? Yeah, I, I've been yeah. in Detroit. I've been in Detroit. Said, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's cool. You know, I mean, what, you don't like the snow? No. No, oh, no, no. Oh, no, my no. bad. No, no, no. no. Oh, touchy subject. Snow is, you know, for every year growing up, having to warm your car up in advance before you can get in it, heat it up, scraping ice off the windows. That's the beauty of it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> 12 inches of snow. Can't I don't know about the 12 inches. That's what I'm saying. Every morning? Every morning. You don't know if you're going to wake up and it's going to be new, fresh inches just, just piled out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that, that that hurts. Yeah. Your spirit. You know what I mean? Even I think the main thing with Detroit is uh, just the vibe, man. Like the vibe, the difference. I remember getting off the plane here that first day. And in January, it was cold. So I was bundled up, you know, with thick, big, triple down coat and hat and gloves and I got off the plane I'm like damn it's hot out here how is it hot in January and the sun was shining back in Detroit it looked like Gotham City you right, know what right. I mean I took my coat I left every, I left all that stuff at the airport I left my coat at the airport the glove the hat I'm like I, clearly I don't need this anymore um biggest differences uh from LA and Detroit the people I feel like the people in Detroit are a lot more grounded, you know what I mean. From Detroit, look. Uh, so they on yoga out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like they we from Detroit because I know you hear the the the, the same thing. But LA people, LA people, so fake, man. LA, you never know what you gonna get in Detroit. You know what you gonna get out of us. We either cool with Black you, and white. Black like and it's white. cut. Yeah, right. we not. You know, it is no what it is. Area. No, there's no gray area. You know, everybody's. You know. Real hard working. That's why when we move to different places, our kind of our mental is a little different. It's like we got to hit the ground running. We got to because that's all we know in, in Detroit is hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. Um, L.A. I just I love L.A. a lot. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you? I, you know, I, I, I try to tell people you should move here. My nephew, he just moved here, came out here for one week. Moved out here to X. Bet. Say no more. Y'all remember, uh, uh, it reminded me of a scene from uh, Harlem Nights. I remember one of my favorite movies when uh, Sunshine, Sunshine dude dude in the hotel room, he called his wife, hey, baby, I ain't coming home. I ain't coming home. (laughs) That's the conversation you had with mom. So how was that? Like uh, the support system, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure of uh, your family upbringing and stuff like that, but how was that conversation? You know, like, hey, mom, pops. Hey, I'm, so, I'm moving to LA. It was my dad at the time. My mom had passed already, so it was my dad. And uh, I remember telling him, I said, hey, I'm going to LA next week. I just want you to know. Like I said, I didn't tell too many people. Told him. He said, what? Was you going to LA? You don't know where to stay. You don't gotta. I'm like, I got a little money saved up. I got to do this, Pop, because I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. I can't do that here. It's not going to work. He said, ah, oh, man, I don't. Yeah, I don't really, I'm like, trust me. I'm going to figure it out. Said, all right, cool, yeah. Cause you know, right, right. you gotta let you go. I'm I'm grown. Right. 24, 25 at the time. I'm like, well, you can't tell me, you can't force me to stay. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he was he was supportive, even though a lot of people probably don't understand when you're trying to get into entertainment, because they don't know the routes. You know, it's 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 difficult for people to support certain well, things they think when you're they don't crazy. understand. They, 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 they think that you're you're just like Absolutely. In, in, an illusion of of whatever you think that's going yeah. on in your head. Absolutely. I mean, and, and it's because because they can't tell you how to do it. So it's it's kind of it's a little weird to them. Well, how can they support what they don't understand? Right. You want to go direct? Well, I don't even Well, do you, you don't want to think out the trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you do that? How do yeah. There's no job for that. You can't just go True. Well, I'm gonna figure it out. And but he was very supportive about it. You know, we took him to the airport, dropped me off, gave me more money on top of the money I had saved, and was like, "Well, just be be safe. If you need, you know, let me know." Blah blah. And that was that. My fraternity brothers, when they found out, etc., they 
kept in contact with me. Um, so the people that followed, because like I said, I didn't tell too many people. I just up and looked up and was like, you in LA? Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. But that's funny that you speak of, of, of the cushion. Right, so you had a little bit of savings, mm-hmm. and then you had what pops gave you, right? Yep. And we was having a conversation yesterday, and we always hear about these people going after their real passions, their goals. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people be stuck in the cubicle, but they unhappy. The finances is good, the salary is good, but yeah. it's not what they really, really want to yep. do. Will you? Do you think you would have came out here on 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 zero point zero zero in the bank account? <sighs> Man, if I knew someone out here, I would have been more comfortable coming just willy-nilly with nothing. No Greyhound buzz? No nothing? nothing like, with just nothing. nothing. Okay. Just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to figure I got to I, I feel like it would have to be, you know, maybe not. It would. It, I just feel like it would have to be something detrimental in Detroit for me to be like, I just got to get up out of here and, and go out there. I, but I think it's best to come with something, um, even if you don't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. I just had some money. I was like, this is probably going to last for yeah. these few months. So right. in these few months, I need to figure it out, you know, beyond it. But one thing I did not want to do, though, was get stuck doing something that I just hated. And then it's like, that's not why I came to L.A. You know what I mean? Because you can get, my first few years, it was like that, too. I was stuck doing jobs that I couldn't stand. And what, right. what kept you there? Like, because obviously, I mean, like, you know how people say about LA that you know it's crazy out here but the reality is it's like they make movies here it's supposed yeah. to be crazy you Absolutely. know what I mean so so how is it that you just um you know obviously through those rough nights uh decided to just say you know what I'm I'm a I'm a ride this bet knowing I I say this all the time to moments I'm like I'd rather be broke and struggling in LA than prospering in Detroit because if I'm doing that, then I'm not happy back in the city because I'm not doing what I want to do. So for me out here, I'm like, I'd rather do some kind of bullshit or whatever I need to do right now while I'm working on uh, my path, you know, my true path and dreams in the meantime, because I know that I'm going to be fulfilled at some point. So I'd rather be doing this Trash telemarketing job. I done had some of the worst of telemarketing. You know what I mean? And I'm until the, I'd rather do this here while I'm still pursuing as opposed to going back home. And there's been days and nights where it's like, man, this shit. I'm dumb, broke. I I should go home. But if you go home, you get stuck. Yeah. You get home. You're not not two days turning to two months. For, forget about getting stuck. Like the whole fact, like. You go back to your fraternity brothers. You go back to everybody, and they're like, "Hey, what what happened in California?" You, you just yeah. got, you just got to. So you know. saying you didn't make it, right? Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. So, so it wasn't as easy as you thought it was going. to I told you, and you know, and, and they still act like they support it. Hey, man, it's cool. Don't worry about it. But they, you know, people still be looking for you to not go as far as you, you would think. You know, it's just how people are at times we got we have like a crab in the in the boat is the crab in the boat kind of yeah in the barrel kind yeah. of mentality um but yeah i just going home man i, I wouldn't even know what that would look like for me work-wise at least too well then that's funny that you say that you're talking about work-wise and i think you were mentioning uh prior to restarting uh your original plan was to stay out there because something was supposed to be yep. built so Tell us a little bit about that. What was um, supposed to happen? So Detroit at the time was supposed to uh, put together two production studios. They were going to get into the film business in Detroit. You know, that was the big thing. So, it was, you know, it was supposed to create a bunch of different jobs, et cetera. So I said, oh, this is perfect. So I'm like, I'm going to stay in Kalamazoo for a little while. And then once those are built and pieced together, I'm going to go apply, start from the bottom, go ahead until I'm directing at one of those studios. Excuse me. However, something happened. The governor pulled the rug, canceled it, said something about some kind of money, and just it was done. So, the moment that occurred, I'm like, yeah, it's time to go, because there's nothing else. Yeah. So, it, it, like it out the there, like I, like the times that I went to Detroit, um, I went out there because uh, it was for work, and and I went out there in it, Detroit. Uh, yeah, the headquarters were out there. And when I went out there, like my boss almost gets beat up, you know, for being <laughs> yeah. white. Yeah. For being white. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, and it's crazy because, I mean, I was having a good time. Yeah. You know, I, I went out there, you know, uh, did my thing. You know, we had this guy that was like seven foot. You know, he looked like Lamar Odom and stuff. You know what I mean? So I had him with me because I saw my boss almost getting beat up. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Hey, you want to stay with me? You know, you can go back to the hotel. Absolutely. It was, it was, uh, you know, and it's funny because I, uh, the people that I met out there, I mean, I still keep in, keep in contact yeah. and, and it's cool. I mean, it, it's, it's different. It's different, but. It's, Detroit is scary. It I is. I tell people all that, like, look, <laughs> don't take it lightly out there, you know, and it's, and you, I don't want to sound like I'm bad mouthing it, but for, it's that type of, it's that type of vibe and that type of city out there. Mac Dre you know? died out there, I think, right? A lot of people. Mac have Drake? died in Detroit, so. like for for like nothing. I I remember um, a couple of my homies. Uh, they were filming the movie Detroit out Ooh. there, so they you know they're they're the stars in the movie. And they called me and said, "Hey man, so we we have a bar at the hotel, but we want to go out. Can you you know you got some people that could take us out? Are you recommending spots?" I said, "Yes. What you should do is stay in the hotel." Stay in the <laughs> hotel. Yeah. Go to that bar there and. Find some women or something around in that area, bro. Because y'all can't, for being y'all, y'all can't just roam around Detroit trying to find something to do. Go to night. Uh, what is it? Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. try to because, see where it was know, filled. Yeah, and people from Detroit, you know, they don't know where they're going. They just pop up in any kind of club and do all kind of stuff. And people just, you know. Yeah, did you get your pass to be out here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. Cool. What's so crazy? I used to think L.A. was like that because you know, coming from Detroit, L.A. is the scariest place in the world. Cause it's gangs, you know what I mean. I'm like, so I'm at home, like, dang, can I wear blue? Can I wear red? <laughs> you know, you don't know. Can I just combine? Can you? Yeah. So you don't know because we watch these movies. It's like, oh, this is scary. Then you come out here and you're like, I'm from Detroit. They scared of me <laughs> more. Oh, you from Detroit? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's that yeah. like? Well, what's this like? Yeah. It's right. not that bad. Oh, all right. And it was. It's not. Uh, you know, it ain't too crazy. Like I thought. Yeah, but. I mean, it's crazy being so cold and still like going out there and beat somebody's ass. You Damn. know what I mean? Like that's kind of hard. <laughs> that's like, why they getting their like, ass beat. The hands so cold. Yeah, it's so cold. Damn, goddamn, it's cold out here. You come here. <laughs> we own it. That's what happens. So, I, in doing research and preparation, I, I see that you have a background in like media studies. So, if you, anyone listening, you know, what I'm saying, eighteen year old, seventeen year old, they want to. You know, not follow your path directly because we all have a have to travel our own. But learning what you learned in college versus what you're applying out here in uh, Cali and Los Angeles area, um, do you think you had the tools to be successful from what you attained in college, or not really missed the boat on that one? Ah, man, you. I, I feel like I learned. I learned more life and social skills in college than than what I needed for media and film, if that makes sense. I feel like um, I, I, I learned a lot about myself and the dynamics of people and how different things worked, um, but it wasn't until coming out here is when you learn the industry and the behind the scenes and what you do as a person and what you do as a person, because when you're learning, they teach us about the main individuals, but they don't come in and let us know, well, it's this other person over here where they got to get the budget from. And then when you get this budget, then they got to come over here and do this. And then it takes this and that. It's like, oh, okay. So for me, um, it was, it, it was more of just a, a, a personal, uh, growth and journey throughout college of, 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 of learning. And then out here, the knowledge really came, you know, when shout out like that. Yeah. Like yeah, the guy the was telling you, experience. yeah, the hands-on experience is so important. So important. I would tell people, if you can try to internship with, with someone or, or reach out to someone and, and, and get a mentor. That's like, it's huge. that's huge. Especially in this industry, that's huge. Um, you know, like I was telling you, my, my roommate, my first year, that was the barber, the person he connected me with, I shadowed him on a couple different projects and just watching the process. You know, he was doing a show for HBO at the time and he brought me on. That's where some of my credits came from, from helping out from that. And he did a movie as well. And I came on and helped out and he was now just picking his brain. So you produce. What does that mean? Exactly. Because I didn't really know. 
produce? What do you do? What do you do? And he you know, looked at me and said, everything. Oh, it blew my mind. Everything. Right. You know what I mean? What More. Well, you know, I hire the people. Everyone? Everyone. So everybody is here. We got to do that. Handle all the paperwork. Paperwork? What kind of paperwork? Look at this. Stacks. SAG work. What do you got to do? What's SAG? You didn't teach about SAG. What's this? Right. Oh, God. Just my, you know what I mean? So, you know, when you shadow someone or when you have someone over your corner that can teach you, I'm, you know, even in this realm with radio, how do you sit up? How do you talk? How do you do certain things? That is big. I feel like I feel like you can learn a lot more just by shadowing and having a mentor. How hard was it like to adapt? Like obviously, you know, being a minority in this day and age, it, it yeah. freaking sucks. So, oh, man. you know, obviously, you know, you can come in, you know, spit game and everything and you might not get the credit or, or you know, you might yeah. you might be put, you know, as an assistant or, or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. So how'd you deal with that? Uh, being a minority coming into yeah here in LA, you know what I mean? Yeah, see now it's they're looking to put us in more. They're looking to give us more opportunity and more work. Back then, uh, we kind of it was a little tougher because I can be in certain areas and situations where I know I'm more talented as a creative than someone else. But the big thing that would set me apart and not get me into certain things is not knowing someone. That's like the biggest thing. Knowing someone who has the means to guide and put you in. And white people, they have that. That access. That right. access. You know, white people are more prone to saying, this is my buddy here. I want my buddy in here first. No credentials needed. No credentials is. needed. I watched it. I watched, you know, one of my homies took a girl um, she had, she didn't even know she wanted to do film. Nice little pretty white girl took her and said, Hey, I'm going to come with me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and put her into the place where it makes more sense. And, uh, uh, us, I feel like we don't reach back enough when we need to, as far as putting people in certain areas, um, and giving that assistance, because that's really what it is. A lot of times for me, that was one of my biggest struggles is going into situations and not knowing the right people and feeling like, damn, if I did, I'll be more well off. Because I'm looking at, I'm like, how the hell is he getting, I, I wrote right. something funnier than this. How does right. he, but it's because right. uh, white and up top, the other white brother, they cool, they know each other already and that's all it takes. All about who you know. All, this is all literally about who you know. I say, I say. Talent is probably third or fourth now on the list about, you know, getting into some entertainment. If you know somebody, first and foremost, you're going to get plugged and put in immediately uh, ahead of the process. And, and even even like social media nowadays, like you see some something like, you know, just dumb, you know, and then yeah. you, you they're, they're a huge sensation. You know what I mean? What was it that do to uh, the... Island Boys, or I was, the case. I figured, I, I, I was just about to sing that, but I was like, maybe I don't want to talk about nobody. But exactly, my homie just sent that he, when he, one of my friends, he found out that they were popular. He was like, bro, this has to stop. It was like stuff like this has to stop. I'm like, man, you know what? It kids, bro, kids. J Cole said it. So yeah. influ influenced by the dumbest, some of the dumbest, simplest things, and then they make these. Social media individuals more popping than what they ever should be, and it's pretty sad though. It's like, like sad. they got like booed out at a uh, live Good. At, in Miami. Great, like and, 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 I, I don't know who these and, guys. And, are. and you know the they curious from TikTok. You seen them? They got like the weird hair. I'm an island boy. You you heard? You ever heard that? <laughs> nah, worth, worth two million. Yeah, worth two million. Two million. You know what I mean? From island boy. You know, but what it is is I, I think it's kind of kind of like a a product. You know what I'm saying? Like Nike. Right. Say, for instance, like that, if we're thinking in those terms, if I capture your attention at a younger age, then I got you for longevity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why the kids and the young adolescents really like dictate what's really going to be popping yeah. and what's not. Yeah. You know, and it just for him, I was like, you know, when we first started this, I was like, man, we can't compete with the booty, though. Oh yeah, you, ain't you know what I'm saying? That's it. That's that's outside of this too. As as people, you're not gonna. We can't compete with that. 
Damn, I'm just you like, can't. dude, y'all don't want to listen to what I say, but y'all liking this booty, though. I mean, booty, I can't really blame bro. you, I, I but, know, but it's, like, it I'm sucks. trying to put some meaningful, some information, some good, Absolutely. positive information out there. And it's kind of discouraging, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it, and it gets like that. And then you look up and then the booty is cracking. Yeah. The booty yeah. out here, yeah. 10 million followers. Right. I say that, bro, on TikTok, I'm out here busting my ass trying to write skits. For TikTok and YouTube every day, and you can go on there, and somebody I know, she got like 12 million followers. She do a twerk all day. It's like, <sighs> seriously, <laughs> can't compete with the booty. Yeah. Just can't. You can't. So I, I know you mentioned, you know, like you were as a, as a PA, you know what I'm saying? Are you shadowing someone in the industry already who's pretty much involved? Um, as a producer, what would you say is your most common problem? Like, what is, like, man, again? Man, what know, do you got to handle? I feel like budgeting. The budget. budgeting is the biggest thing. What if somebody just came down in here right now and was like, "Look, we got a million dollars. Do what you want to do." We're like, "Oh, we're good." But when you are trying to do something on a million dollar level, and all you got is twenty k, we got some issues. You know what I'm saying? So budgeting is always going to be the hardest thing to deal with i mean at least for me what i've dealt with personally and then just just from hearing other people on projects because some people are sitting on the next big project but without the funding it'll never see the light of day right. you know what i mean and then and, and there's so many different factors in budgeting you how know? do they determine that like are as you far as like you know is it because of the celebrity behind it or is it because yep of- so that that helps so if, if if i sat right here right now i was like man i got this movie idea and i have and i named 10 different bangers celebrity i got rihanna dicaprio and so forth and so forth and they're like you do yep they all said they're down to do it so now a production company or you know an executive put somebody with some money is more prone to being like yeah well, well give me that, and not because I don't want to break even, but I want to make profit. I want to make profit. Right. But you know, I'm gonna give you this amount because right. we know with all those people right. in it, it's gonna crack. Right. Absolutely, let's do it. Absolutely, and and companies now much rather put their money into a sure thing than giving people opportunity. You know that they don't know what might happen. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take that risk. Are we gonna, th- are we gonna take that? Why should I give you? You know what? They might, and they might not just give you that much or something like that. Well, maybe we just give you a little. Try, make this work, and then that's when it becomes difficult to budget because I want a big name, but you asking for damn near more than what the budget I have. So how can we? Okay, ah, damn. But, okay. but it doesn't make any sense because at some point, you know, uh, you know, Robert De Niro or all these big artists, at some point they started from scratch, started from right? Scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, you see some of the. Um, you know, you see some of the artists that like it's funny because you know they started looking more attractive the more they all oh, on yeah. TV. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, Wanna like make you beautiful. Yeah, bro. oh yeah, yes, yeah. it does. Like <laughs> second second season, they they all yeah. of a sudden you know they're yep. looking nice. They got you the know blow mean? up, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I I just think that um, I so, sometimes you just got to keep it real and and what really brings happiness and what really like makes somebody laugh. I mean, this is really what 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 the industry is all about, right? Entertainment, right? Yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's it's weird because because uh, I just think that uh, brand isn't everything, but it is. It is. You know what I mean? It's, branding, it's weird. Branding, you know? especially nowadays. You know, these companies and these people are looking at what kind of brand you are. So they can give you more money or they can sponsor you, et cetera. So depending on what your brand is, depends on like what avenues and moves they can put you in, et cetera. On top of like, well, who who do you know and who follows you? And look at the mental health behind that, though. Like, for example, Britney Spears, right? Yep. You know, she was a brand. But look how she broke down. You know what I mean? Look at her. She, she barely got released right now. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, what, what? the sad thing for her end is because she never really got to be her own brand. She was what right. they were making her to be. Right. You know what I mean? You got to do this, Brittany. Yeah. You know, you don't have a choice. This is your brand. But I don't want to. Mm, this mm. is your brand. This is what works. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Right. You don't have a choice. And well, what about the money? Oh, we could, don't worry about the money. We got it. We're going to handle that. But just go do that. That's your brand. She went you know bald, I mean? bro. She, yeah. she, she had a taper, she bro. She was tripping. And, you know, because. Tim Faye. It was, it was, yeah. It, you know, she, after, she got fed up. After a while, but branding is definitely it's everything now. It probably didn't used to be, but now with social media, it's like you can really see a person 
and what they're about and their brand and what they push out to you. And if you want the kids to pay attention to them or if this company is suitable for them or whatever, that kind of, you know, that kind of thing. So what strategies do you put when you're putting up a project? And obviously you have to have some obviously big names and, and you know, kind of make it big, you know, put the hype behind it. So yeah. what is it that you do that? that Promo. Promo is, and it's so easy now. You know, back then it was difficult, but promo now because of the internet and because of social media, from from TikTok to Instagram to Facebook to media kits, press kits, uh, shooting different commercials, etc. There's so many different avenues now because you can create a challenge now, you know, for for it to go viral. And you could pay TikTok, hey, we want to do this challenge. We want to we want to, we want to, want you to push this out. Okay, what is the budget for that? Okay, well, that's fine because it's going to go viral. We know already because you're going to make it go viral because your TikTok is going to push it for us. You know what I mean? So there's so many different avenues now as opposed to, I think, back in the day, you thought newspaper. Wasn't that all it was? <laughs> the penny site. New, <laughs> by yeah. The time, by the time it gets posted, man. Yeah. Yeah. New, yeah. You got newspaper or an AOL chat. <laughs> you know Craigslist post. Craig, you know, that's it. And you got to watch TV and catch different commercials. But now it's, you know, excuse me, YouTube allows different branding and advertisements to go out and, and social media is so heavy in marketing now that's why you'll see mostly everything now pushed through social media it's just it's fair to us and you be sitting there even on apps like trying to play a game and a commercial pop up for a movie like god i'm just trying to play call of duty on the yeah. phone what you yeah. talking about you know what i mean so as opposed to as, as seeing so many billboards as we used to see you know coming up social media is so heavy so we, we like to take put like all of our all of our strengths into the marketing and the social media realm when we're doing anything major. So what do you what do you see yourself in five years? Obviously now you out here, you got it on deck, yeah. LA, you know, that's yeah. home already. Yeah. So so five years, man. I told myself in the next two, I'm putting something crucial in theaters. For sure. That's like I'm you know, it's like sometimes you sitting down, you have a conversation with yourself and it's like, yeah. look, it's it's time. Self. You know what I mean? Self, let's stop. Let's stop the book. It's time. So in the next five, there'll there will be there'll be a, a banger in theaters for sure. For sure, a banger in theaters. You heard um, it here first, like uh, you absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll be a banger in the in theaters. And I'm going to be working and constructing some sort of show uh on one of the many platforms that they have. I might be on multiple depending but the but the goal would be to do one platform they like hey we really like the original because that's the thing people don't really have people don't really have a lot of original content ideas etc that hasn't been seen you know people you know production companies are are more so putting all their money on uh, reboots and you know bringing back old shows etc they don't want to take the risk so for me if i can get with a network and it's like okay we're just going to keep you here and you just do all your stuff here and push it out, you know. Let's let's just do that. We don't want you to go anywhere. We don't want right. to just stay here, okay? Because that happens. You know, Spielberg is st stuck over at not stuck, but you know he's over at um is he Universal? I can't remember which, where he is, but he's over there and um oh man, a couple other places left. The one writer, the one the, the whoever wrote uh, Lovecraft was with HBO. Yeah, and then that was like we want you to. To stay we're like nah but over here they got me wanting to do this and they're like ah oh, we got to cancel lovecraft in because we can't let you go over here yeah and get the cracking right and you know what i'm saying so so that hurt my heart when they canceled that. yeah yeah that hurt my heart so i got a question for you right so if it if it's not okay let's back it up two part firstly do you have an option b or did you come out option a that's it this is what i'm gonna do i, I only got one option one option. Will Smith said it. Plan A, plan B is your plan A. You never plan for a plan B. You know, keep keep plan A is your only plan. So I've I've, I've been riding with that. Is that like an artist thing? Because we just had another artist say the same yeah, thing. Will you know Smith. I, mean? I think we probably all will. He, he, got, he, he drops gems. <laughs> will will, will, will be dropping gems, and I and and I and I rock with because it, it makes a lot of sense. Because then you'll get comfortable. You know what I mean? Or you'll feel like you have a safety net. Like, man, you know what? I'm going to just... And people will say that to you all the time. Like, well, you've been out there long enough. It's not working. You should probably just go home and figure something out and do something. Nah, I'm going to just keep working with this plan because at any point in time, it, it, it it's going to happen. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? If I if I start thinking about a backup, then I'm gonna start. Then I'm gonna take away my potential and my effort from my plan A, and I'm start giving some of that to plan B, and I don't really give a fuck about plan B. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I I got one option one. That's it. Option one. That's what's up. Okay, so now I guess this will be a hypothetical. Then okay, what would KP be doing if he wasn't doing what he was doing now? As a career. Oh, man. Would I still, if I wasn't, if I never came to L.A., I would still be in Detroit. Man, but what would I be doing there is the question. What even, ha- I don't even know <laughs> what happens in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, You know what? I would probably be doing something in business. Like I said, business was my minor. Um, and I've always been pretty good at um, constructing things, putting stuff together, you know, being in charge in some kind of degree. Project manager. Yeah, so I'll probably be something business-wise in Detroit. I just don't know what that would be because Detroit does not, I don't know. I don't know what it would, what it, but something business-wise in Detroit, Okay. but not happy. Not happy. I'm not happy, though. It you sure? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be happy. Right. So I'm not doing film. I'm not doing film. And I'm back in Detroit and not L.A. If I never visited LA, then I wouldn't. I'd probably be okay. But if I came out here one time, and then had to go back to Detroit, I'd be mad. So, so you mentioned earlier that you're like, you know what? When I go to the movie theater, you know what I mean. I get in the zone, yeah. and and I want to feel it. I want to be, you know, I want to make sure that people feel what you feel. Yeah. So, so elaborate on 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 that as a producer. Um, how, what is so, it? Desc- describe what's, that, that what's, what's the What's the last movie you saw in theaters? Ooh, I haven't gone in a theater in like a minute. I think uh, it would even go back. What's a movie you saw in theaters that even brought you some kind? You were happy that something, when something happy happened on screen, you were happy in that moment. Let me give you an example. You ever see The Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah, yeah. Made me cry. Made, Made me cry. you cry. Made me cry. Yeah. Because you were invested in Will Smith as that character that you were happy and or sad when you witnessed him going through certain things that he was going through. You know what I mean? When Will came out at the end and was clapping because he just got the job, I felt like... That you got the job. I felt like like we won. Yeah. This ain't been... This don't got nothing to do with me. I'm part of the team. I am... I I felt like I was there through this entire journey. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. By going into certain movies... And you can sit there and you can be immersed into the characters and the story that's happening. That it just you completely forget about the real world going on. Three hundred you know changed mean? my life. Three hundred changed my life. You know, I, 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 all of a sudden I was a Spartan. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden I was a Spartan. You get the, you you know get the cheering and going for it. You know, sports movies have a really good job of doing that. You know what I mean? Like, like Rudy. I, I remember I was Rudy. You watching this little dude? Man, he ain't never gonna be no football player. Like, look at this. But when he get his, mo- you cheering Rudy when they cheering Rudy for him to go out, and you happy he got his little, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Disney movies really do it. Disney, the anime, Coco, joints. Coco, man, Coco, come on, Coco changed my life. Come on, I try to stay away from that. Man. Come on, I'm trying to get remember when I you die. You can't be gangster like crying with your yo, daughter next to you. You know what I'm saying? She be like, "Dad, you crying? Nah, I man, wear shade, nah, man. man. Nah. But it's okay, you know, because that's that 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 mean they did their job well. You know what I'm saying? And Coco was with for sure. What he what? <sighs> with, with the with the grandma? And yeah. shit? Like, I was like, damn, damn. I was like, all right. You know, Bat. right? But it, but that mean it did it. So I'm. That's the type of vibe that I mean. I'm trying to put, you know, something of substance out that, you know, when people are watching, they are going to feel something. You're going to feel. You're going to either angry. You hate some. Oh, I hate this mother. Oh, God, now is that part it. of the creation? Like you feeling some type of way? So obviously, I mean, I, I mean, how is it that you? You, you can't just obviously be like, no, I want, you know, let me create this thing, you know, but it, obviously it has to have some emotion to it in order to, you know, transfer it over to your audience. So is that something that like, you know, has been in the works for you that you're like, you know what, I'm going to put some bang in the next two years? I, I Honestly, yes. I, the, the, the one film that I have in mind that I want to piece together, that I'm like, this is it. It, it has a lot of my emotion within it and and from some um situations from my from my livelihood i'm i'm huge on i'm a big um judd apatow 
fan and uh and, and and John Hughes, you know, 80s back in the day director, and only because there's they're they're really grounded in the real world of humor and drama. So a lot, you know, so it's not like they're not like over the top crazy. It's like real life humor. I, I like that's how I do my skits and things of that magnitude. Too, I like to pull from real situations. I could be sitting here like you listening to you on a phone call with a girl. I'm like that's funny. That's but that's real. So let's let me turn that into something. Or I could have had a situation in a while ago. And I'm like you know that that can be spun into humor. That kind of thing instead of like pulling like you know you see stuff sometimes it's trying to be funny and it's all over the place. It's like this just some wild yeah. But so for me you know the the idea that I have um, and, I, and the stuff I kind of want to continue to do will be pulling from you know real life scenarios. Even though the movie itself might be a little far-fetched whatever but it comes with the in-depth of the emotion that you know is coming from myself as the creator or coming from uh, something I'm pulling from something that has something to do with someone and and, and so for, for people to all be kind of on the same page like oh shit okay that that hits that hits me right here you know in some capacity you know I felt that so that's that's what I'm looking to get into for sure okay so, in all your experience, transition, Michigan, Los Angeles, you got a backpack. In this backpack, you put some tools in there, right? The tools that you got in this backpack is going to prepare you for what you're going to go through and what you're going to experience in Los Angeles, the rejection, the no's. What are you putting in your backpack, and what would you tell other people to put in their backpack? What can go in the backpack, though? Like, anything? Anything. What was in your, what's in your, give me, what's in your backpack? What was in yours? Because where are you from? I'm from, I'm originally from Los Angeles. This is where LA, I LA? LA? See, that's how I LA. ask people. You got yeah. LA, I, LA? I grew, <laughs> I grew up on Western Avenue in, in South Central. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I saw that movie, South Central. So stuff yeah. like that was like, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So what would, what would have been your backpack from? Confidence. Okay. Determination. Yeah. Uh, a plan. Okay. The end goal. Yeah. And say, for instance, uh, key on like communication, the ability to communicate, express myself. You're good at that already. Yeah, but nah, it's just, nah, I got my moments, bro. Do you think? Yeah, bro. You got a podcast. This <laughs> yeah, is what nah, you do. Bro. You sit here and communicate. <laughs> this is my outlet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my yeah. So. Would have been in yours. A whole lot of weed. Right? Oh, <laughs> a whole lot of weed. No, hey, I'm going to keep it real. I mean, yeah. I just think, you know, um, I'm very passionate. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm driven by emotion. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes you, you just need to find a way to have an outlet for that frustration moment that, that I want to give up moment. I mean, to me, it's like I tell him all the time, it's like um, it's important for me to have uh, – the access and the power. Yeah. Right. So um I think that when you got heart, right? I think heart will take you so much in so many different directions, right? But at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Um I, I'm a true believer that that discipline always beats talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so you gotta have a little bit of both, you know? So to me it's like I, I just either either I'm gonna have uh, like you know, something that's going to keep me calm through those emotions or, or, or some tequila, one or the other. Hey, you can't you know go I mean? with that tequila. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, you know, I don't need... Uh, you get enough in tequila and you're going to figure something out. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? It's, it's simple yeah. as that. I mean, it's just, it, it's just you know, the man upstairs knows it all. You know what I mean? So uh, following your dreams and, and following your passion and, and being ready to commit and ride with it. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's easy to want something, but... The, the question is, is do you have, are you ready for the no's? Are you ready for the rejection? Are you ready for everything? You know what I mean? Like, and you know, no to me, if, and if you're going to be in entertainment, no is your best friend. You, you just have to, no is your side, bitch. Yeah. Okay. And you just got to be okay with it. Growing up, um, this is what I tell a lot of my people too. Like growing up, one of my homies, uh, Daryl took me, we was at the mall. I was younger, he's older, so he was like the one that, you know, teach about the girls and stuff. So he was like, man, go talk to some of the girls over there. I'm like, I'm not about to go 
talk to them. Girl, you crazy. They older. They better think of what if they. I'm not about to embarrass myself. He said, bro, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. I said, huh. That is about it. And that's been like my driving force of thing going through life. That was like probably when I was like 11. So even now, it's like, no, oh. I, I took. Hey, go ahead, just go ask. Go ask my. Go ask some, some, some for a picture. Or go ask if we can go in and blah blah. Or go ask they down and shoot. Go ask, whatever. No, I'm not trying to do that. Why? All they gonna do is say no, possibly, and then what? You keep moving. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, just got to deal with it because you're gonna hear way more, net, more way more no's in this industry than yeses, for sure. But then when but when that yes hits. It hit. It hit. You only got to be right once. You know what I mean? Only got, and then, and from then on, it's like, once you've heard that yes, then every no after that is like, but you, but I got this yes over here though. What the fuck are you talking about? I got this yes over here. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where like, if you anticipate the loss, I mean, I've said it in several other episodes. It's like, if you anticipate the loss and you're okay and you're comfortable with it, then at that point, nothing's really going to matter because at least you know that you weren't counting on that. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, obviously, I'm a big, like, I, I like to, you know, hit home runs at, right right off the bat, but um, I know that here and there, I'm I'm, I'm going to hit a foul ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's cool because at that point, you know, you 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 fail at something or maybe it doesn't go your way, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. You're going to learn what not to do. And then at that point, you just have a new tool. Yeah. Something to throw in your backpack. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talking about, you You're know, carrying to, things. Yep. You got to learn from them no's and that failure so you can make you stronger as you're going forward, for sure. But KT, we ain't answer what you talking about. <laughs> we want to know what that was, was trying, in that bag. I was trying to slide <laughs> past it. Yeah. I was going, well, you know, I, Drew, I like everything that was in yours. I feel like in mine, I probably would add more, more money. And I, and I say more money because a lot of the stuff at the beginning is you putting together your own projects. Is is you funding your own project? You never you you never realize how much shit really costs. Yeah. yeah. When you shooting something, bro, like it really costs. Like just to book a location for x many days and paying talent and behind the scenes and renting. So I, you know. Bringing more money in because it's like you got to shoot your own stuff first for people to really to pay attention to you, et cetera. So I bring more money. I also would throw a team in that backpack. So a team, because um, one thing I've I've learned throughout this journey is you not you really don't get a lot done by yourself. You can you can be good by yourself, but you can be great with a team, um, especially the right team. So. You know, and out here, it's hard trying to decipher who's really with you or who's with you just for the little game for a little bit and then they out to do their own thing or who some people that can bring you down in a sense. So it's like when you really get a solid team next to you or by, like like build and grow, like I'm I'm huge. Let me get like some of the teams, like Adam Sandler and his team. I rock with Adam Sandler so much. His movies might not be the best now, but it's okay because the bag still comes. And right. his team, the same people from his beginning journey are with him in every movie. They're not stars. They're not like you can't probably won't pay attention to them walking down the street, but that's his team. Judd Apatow, uh, the producer uh, Freaks and Geeks found Seth Rogen and James Franco and all of those same individuals, that same crew of individuals who to this day will still be shooting together. And they, hey, you know, you, hey man, I want you to come be in Pineapple Express. Cool, but I need you to come be in, right. you know what I mean? Uh, what is it, Super Bad or something like yeah. that? Yeah, whatever you need, man, I'm with you. Team. And, you know, and they make each other better. I think. Uh, is it because of vibe? Like, you know what I mean? Man, like, you, vibe. It's a, it's, I think. Vibes are are huge, but people's mindsets are, you know, if we can be on the same page in a sense, we don't got to be you. You don't got to be better than me. I don't got to be better than you in acting, produce that whatever. But if you got the same mindset, I just want to do some dope shit. So do I, huh? What 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 you want to? Well, I just want to help y'all make some dope shit, huh? But look at what we can, right. we can 
We should combine. We should combine. I'm going to do this. You do this. You do this. And then, but if you got something going, then make sure we, we can come on board and then we can pick or let's just come together and use our resources because your resources are different from mine. Yours are different from mine. And what's, what's so dope about really great teams that can all bring their resources together to make something magnificent. You know what I mean? So. Have, have you have you deal well do you have your team already like i do I, I do have a team i you know and and the thing that is great about my team um everyone does something like completely different completely different you know but when we need to all come together like the fucking avengers we're gonna pop up yo assemble <laughs> what we need you know what i mean so one of the one of the one of the main individuals in my team is uh problem he's a rapper from la i know who Okay, I figured because you are from LA, yeah, so yeah. so Prob is like our guy. Like he was, he's like the he's like our Tony Stark. Boom, you know what I'm saying? Um, and Prob raps. He also does stuff in film, and he you know he has his his his, uh, his, his weed brand, Coffee and Kush. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I can keep going. But he got that. Prob not gonna act though. However, if I had a movie going on, I'm like, hey, Prob needs to come back in this movie. Probably gonna come act, and then on top of that, then we had he can do the music now too. Bam, we got the music taken care of now too. Then we go to our other homie, my guy Aaron Coney, who does management, graphic design, bunch of other stuff. I can reach to him and go, hey, but I need to, try, I need to, you know, cover art. I need this. I need this. Can you actually reach back out to such and such and do? The, yeah, boom. And you know, everybody has something different that they can bring to the table, which makes our team doper than a lot of others. But we we all not on the same page. As far as responsibility, you're right. You know what I mean. But we all have the same goal: be great, be great, and let's be great together. You know what I'm saying. So let's figure it out. So that 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 matters. And you know, and I still add in different people to the team. But that's where I was saying. You know, that's what I would have in my backpack. Like also a bullshit detector. <laughs> <laughs> I have that motherfucker like like the like the Ghostbusters shit. Do, 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 do. And, oh yeah, we yeah. can't rock with him because you don't know out here you don't know when you let new people in or you trying out certain people it's, it's it gets it gets it gets iffy you know what i mean because people can come in and self-destruct the team or come in and take your resources and be doing then go do what you was already doing over here it becomes a lot um so it's i definitely had that in my back it, it's funny that you say that because um i was just reading um uh, yesterday that uh deon sanders brought some girl some uh, tiktok Renner, yeah. yeah you know brought her over to uh the football team and letting them know like what not to do yeah. to get messed up you know what i mean like i'm surprised he oh my, why would you ask her she is the <laughs> worst person to ask right now you, you know Brittany renner no nah, no nah. Brittany renner is uh the young lady, the the young Instagram model, um, she's popular, um, but she had PJ Washington from the Charlotte Hornets had his baby. Yeah, the, uh, no, I do know who you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, and yeah, Deion yeah. Sanders brought her to like give a like lecture, right? To his, his I definitely his know kids. Like, now. don't pick me, okay? Don't don't <laughs> don't yeah. open the DM. Yeah, don't don't, don't, yeah. don't open the DM. They they want something. Yeah, you know, they, they won't want, ruin your peace. Yeah, it's like what. <laughs> Good message, wrong messenger. Don't look at the booty. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at the booty. Keep looking Be, forward. Yeah, like, I'm not going to listen to you, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? But right. it is. But absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a tough world. And, and that's the thing that, like, you know, it must be crazy, you know, the industry that you're in, like, being able to, you know, kind of navigate through the toxic, you know, ness of, 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 of L.A. So how do you do that? Like, one step at a time. Yeah. That's it. That is... Goodness, and I've I've had my moments where it's like this is so much bullshit. I don't even want to do this anymore because it because some you know some things become such a, a hassle, especially when you're dealing with people on the people scale of things out here. It becomes really tough. You know what I mean? Some people you know want to mess up your, your your image. Some people want to you know mess up with your business wise. Um, people don't want to help you, and you you've put them on. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I. Got you all the way locked in over here. You supposed to. What's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? No thank yous from different models. No Starbucks. No, no Starbucks. At least. Anything? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm huge on. Look, if you bring <laughs> me. You good with me forever. Okay. I put you on. Bring me a Starbucks. We good. For sure. Give me a little shout. Thank you. We good. I don't. I'm not asking for much. I'm not one of the people like, I need this percentage. No, man. Just acknowledge. You know, 
the the help that I've given or something. The genuine, the, the yeah. genuineness. You know what I mean? Because everybody out here isn't like that. Um, which I have to learn. You know what I mean? I have to kind of switch myself up myself. Like, man, I can't just be helping just to help people anymore. It got to make sense on my end now, too. It got to be like that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely understand that. Got got one for you, though. Right? Okay. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Right? Phone call. Rings. KP, I need you to work on this project. Who's on the other line? Spike Lee. Got you. I'm there. You would do the right thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. Hang up. Phone ring again. KP, I need you. John Singleton, rest in peace. All right? Yeah. I need your help on Baby Boy. Which one are you picking and why? I'm going I'm going to Spike. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm a I'm a bigger fan of Spike cinematically. Um and I just would love to see his process. You know what I mean? Because Do the Right Thing has such a a wide vast ocean of characters and talent. You know what I mean? Bay Boy has a lot of dope people in it too, right. for sure. You know, but I didn't know Taraji. You didn't know. This is before we knew Taraji was going to be Taraji like that and other stuff like that. But like, you know, Spike was already Spike. And, you know, he had been, you know, he rocks with like the same people too in a lot of his films. Um, I just would want to see how he crafts and how he pieces together his productions, you know, the talks that he has with different actors. I just want to shadow those moments and see when he pulls someone off to the side and it's like, look, I need you to be like this. That's good. But how does how does his thing, you know, how is his mental? How does he walk on set every day? How's the vibe of things? Is he cool? Is he angry? Is what's his temp, you know, things of that magnitude. I would love to have seen, which I probably still can at some point, Lord willing, but that I would have chose do the right thing for sure. You know, right it's such an iconic film too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, I watched School Days so many times from Spike Lee in college, bro, because it was like you know, pleasure the frat day. I was like, this is the one thing they made us watch first. Watch this. This is kind of gonna give you a little glimpse. You know, so I've seen it so many times, and I love that movie. And um, just for Spike to be bouncing in some of his projects and behind the scenes when directing and just how his mental is when it comes to, you know, African-American culture and how we're portrayed in the way we shoot things. I just want I, I would love to be there and just see, you know, how he works. For sure. That's tight. All right. Got another one for you. Right. So what what's your driving force? What keeps KP motivated? Uh Knowing that there's an end goal, knowing that it's an end goal that I'm supposed to be at, you know what I mean? So every day I'm like, I know for a fact I'm going to be a dope, super dope director, producer. I'm going to put out some shit that's going to be like, okay, this kid right here is that. So for me, that's my, that's, that's, that's what keeps me going every day. It's like, I know down the line. Soon, at some point, it's going to work out all the extra shit I've had to do. All the but right when I at some point, you know, the the goals and the dreams that I've been manifesting are going to uh, come to surface. So that keeps me like, oh yeah, motivated. That's why I wouldn't go home back to Detroit because I'm like, if you go back to Detroit, then that whole path that you've been going for it it, it probably like disappears because now you can't do what you was trying to do. You know, so got to stay here and just keep at it. So that's why I'm like that every day, like no matter what, you know, and I've had some moments too. It's like, ah, but when you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? All right. For sure. All right. Got another one. All right. You're about to go on set. There's a playlist question, right? Okay. You're about to go on set. Who on the playlist? What you listening to? Put you in that mood. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm about to tear shit up today. Man, I... Am a huge see. I don't listen to a lot of the new, new stuff. I it catches me. If it wasn't for TikTok, I probably wouldn't know a lot of some of this new music. I'm huge on Motown. Okay, that's what I grew up with Motown. Drake really Drake. I'm fine. He don't something. miss. He does not miss. He does not people. Miss. I'm sorry, Drew. You making a face? 
What's going on over here? <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, man. Hey, bro, what the, you mean? I, Drake has never no, look, missed. Look, okay. I'm not denying that, okay? But what do you expect? What you mean? It's Drake. What, what do you, you, I, well, didn't we just discuss teams? Right? So, so Everybody team. is team. Like you, like, bro, like, is Drake, do you, would you expect anything less? I think I've, I, you know, I, I'm a fan. Okay. Right, certified lover boy is a banger. Yes, it is. Right, you know what I'm saying. I'll listen. Is I probably listened to it probably about twenty times already. Yep, good. You know what I'm saying. But it's it's Drake. Right. I don't. All right, because look, we about to talk about. All right, look, because my I don't want to say my favorite, but I, I'm I'm Kanye. You okay. know what I'm saying. Okay. So I would say as far as levels, right? Kanye can do something different. And at first, you like, bro, like, what is he doing? Like, and then after a while, you like, oh. Except okay. 808 heartbreak. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. But no, but I'm saying is like Drake, I think Drake has reached that level and I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he has anything else left in the bag. It's it's consistent. He's consistent and his format is the same. And that's the thing. The format is the same. You know he, he you know his his pool is is, mm-hmm. is the college girls. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna focus on that and we're gonna focus on the guys who like to take care of themselves. Is that you what know what I'm saying? I feel like Drake got some bangers. Some some hardcoreness for the hood too. What Drake hop, Drake hop like uh Drake hops on other people's tracks. <laughs> what and they kill them? You don't think so? <laughs> knife talk, hey, knife talk. What like you said, like you said, I gotta feed hey, the streets. Like you said, the goal is the same, right? We right. all got our roles, right. right? Hey, I got this. I got this. What I'm working on. I need you to get on this, and then he returns the favor. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it keeps everybody relevant. But I'm not like. Like bars, like no, I'm not. I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, I expected you to do. That. I mean, when you're kind of down, you listen to some Drake, man. That, 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 it kind of makes you. I'm it, not listening Drake, to Drake when I'm Drake, down. Drake had Drake has something for everyone for every mood. Drake has something for him. you. Can't say that about all artists. No, you can't. Drake, you can put on. You could be down and out. You put on some Drake. You got. He got something for R&B? you. You can be heartbroken. He got something for you. You can be in a new relationship. He got something for that. You trying to ride out. You know, if he, if it's not a Drake song, he done. He's hopped on somebody else's song where you can rock with that verse, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is it. All right. So on the way to the studio, you listening to Drake? I'm on. I'm gonna be Drake for sure. Something from Motown. Um, dang, just off the top of my head, too. Yeah, I gotta look. Jay Z in that. Jay Z, Jay Z is who I grew up on too, for sure. It's some, it's some new people I like too, though, man. I like the baby. I, I can, I can, I can really, I can get, get right with the baby. Um, being out here in L.A., you and um Isaiah Rashad, you not messing with that? I do know Isaiah Rashad. Probably listen to my homie Problem, for sure. Problem, get you got some, you got you got some trap, some shit. Problem, get me right. Um. That's, ah, I can't. I can't even go through. What if I said something like, "Yeah, you know," and then Taylor Swift. Uh, I like to hit that Taylor Swift. <laughs> that Tay Tay. You know what I mean? Y'all don't know. She really hard. Y'all don't really know. But nah, that's, yeah. So that that really that 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 for me that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're coming to the end of our show. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank you. Uh, for tuning in, listening, and watching. But as I always do, every episode, I open up the table, the microphone to our guests and to our co-hosts to leave any parting words with our viewers and our listeners. And we're going to start with GQ Nesso. Anything you would like to share? Yeah, you know, uh, this whole weekend um, has been a learning curve for me, for sure. And, in, in, you know, just analyzing different uh, different aspects of, of, of different mindsets, right? And I just think that um, it just brings me back to the same um, parting words I said in, in a previous episode, um, follow your dream and, you know, stick to it, you know, uh, pepper it with a little bit of discipline and you'll be all right. You know what I mean? I, I think that's absolutely is, is, uh, is that simple? You know, is, there's no need to, uh, you know, smack your head a couple of times and, and thinking that, you know, you're never going to get there. Cause um, if, you know, for one, you put God first and, and, and you put that, that, uh, that passion and with, with, like I said, peppered a little discipline, you're going to be all right. For sure. For sure. Mr. KP. I'm going to piggyback off a little bit what he said, man, but the following your dreams, I think that people, you know, we naturally are fearful and we, we, we tend to give up 
too soon before that blessing, you know, that sometimes that blessing is right around the corner. And, and, and we as people, we tend to talk ourselves out of certain things or let others talk us out of, you know, our, our, our own successes. Um, so my big thing is just, man, just stay tunnel vision. Don't give up. You know, you got dreams. Keep pushing towards them. Don't let people discourage you. Social media, none of that. Just keep on that path. Keep your plan A. Keep moving forward. Amazing. That. And uh, I would say every day is a learning experience. And in this episode and in this time that I've shared with KP and GQ Nesto, I've learned so much. I'm inspired by you, my brother. Hey, man. Um, so I really appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on today. Um, but keep learning. You know what I'm saying? It's not really a failure. You know, it's a setback. You make adjustments and then you continue on what your original goal was. Um, but it's possible. Everything is possible. But we love you. We thank you. Um, I'm with boy Drew. We are Option 4 Podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>